Welcome to 12 Questions. This is Anna Valenzuela. And did a dog just take a shit right next to me just to spite me? Yes, he did. So I am very excited to introduce my no bullshit, no dog shit co-host, Mr. Dave Yates. Hi, Dave Yates. Full of shit. Uh, all ah. the shit. Uh, good to be here. Good to have you back. Anna Thank you. Has been on the road road dog in it living living the comedian dream living the living the yates life i had to thank thank you for being um incredibly supportive and emotionally constructive as i, think I one realized of the first things i told you to do was quit comedy so you're welcome yeah exactly and yeah, i honestly like, would quit. give that <laughs> i would give that advice to most people at this moment <laughs> But I actually, I had a really great time and I came back um, fully aware that I have uh, more jokes than I need for an album and um, what jokes I can kill because I just don't need them anymore. And, um, and also I learned a lot about my boundaries and who I am when I travel, which is uh, a ray of sunshine nobody asked for. And... <laughs> and um and just like a uh yeah it was a really good experience i lost my wallet in wall south dakota and they found it with all my money in it and sent it back shout out to wall drug That's this right. episode's brought to you by a wall drug wall drug why mm -hmm. i can pay my rent this month uh <laughs> that's, that's see i don't know if the dakotas are considered the midwest but it's tech to me i think it's like that's one of the cutoffs is like yeah, I think because I mean because I mean ask. I think it's further west than Colorado logistically. It seems like because it's above Colorado, but like, yes, I, I don't think anybody would consider Colorado the Midwest. No, I, I we were talking a lot about that because I was with a uh, on tour with a Missourian, 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 yeah, someone from St. Louis, from Missouri, uh, from Missouri. And uh, he referred to uh, South Dakota and Colorado as the Midwest. Mm. I know. Yeah, I don't know. I think at that point, it's it's not there. To me, it's not uh, location as it is uh, attitudes and energies and how people carry themselves. Yes. And not saying that Colorado isn't. I mean, Colorado is a big state full of farmers and like regular folk. You know, yeah. like it's not all fucking pot factories like everybody thinks ah. you know and just like california like too i, I recently I, like and i've been doing good about not arguing on facebook so i can't like well i get kicked off of facebook for jokes but like i know that like they're just waiting to, to swing the hammer again on me yeah I saw, I saw this fucking woman comment on a mutual friend's post so i i don't know her from jump street and the friend was in california She's like, too bad all the libs ruined California. I'm like, have you not been to California? Like Maybe it is, you, yeah. It is, it is red as fuck everywhere but three places, and those three places happen to be where the votes matter the most. So like, I mean, it. But it's it's a similar thing where it's just like there's a lot of all kinds of different people in Colorado, but it's like South Dakota and North Dakota, to me, is more Midwestern than than Colorado would be, you know, and some parts of Missouri are more the South, even though Missouri is a Midwestern state. 
I I kept saying because I'm from one of those red parts of California. And I kept, as we were driving around, I was like, oh, this looks like the Central Coast or like, oh, this looks like Fresno, the Central Valley. Like, oh, this looks like, this looks like Northern California in the mountains. Like it all to me looks like different parts of California, mm-hmm. which is, must be really annoying to travel with just a person in the backseat going, this looks like where I'm from. <laughs> like so, an ass. So if you want to tour with Anna Valenzuela, you can email her. <laughs> Anna V is fun. I have a delight to tour with number one, I wake up early enough to pilfer all of the continental breakfast goodies so uh you wake up to coffee and and cinnamon rolls and not everybody wants that not everybody wants that throw it the the fuck out it was gonna get thrown out anyway so if you don't want it you don't want it that's up to you i just do kind things anna is taking applications for for tour buddies uh tour buddies at anna v is fun on all social media if you would like to tour with anna well this is oh my gosh i'm telling myself like i'm a terrible tour buddy i drive i'm not saying that you are (laughs) i'm just saying if, if you want to tour with Anna Valenzuela, you can apply within, inquire within. Inquire within. Uh, Let's hope that you're doing a little bit better than me as well. (laughs) Maybe I should inquire to you. (laughs) If you have more followers than Anna Valenzuela, (laughs) please. If you are in fact a draw. Um, But I did see some 12 questions fans on the road, which was amazing. Who did you see? Um, Oh, oh, my brain. Mm-hmm. Uh, Some dedicated fans that we care a lot about. Shut up, so Dave! much so that we Shut don't up, that was know. hundred years ago. Uh, I will look. I will look at one because you sent me a picture. So I, shout out! Shout out I to. I will uh, edit this together. Oh, let's see here. Shout out to. Louisville, lovely lady. Was that the shout out to Planet of the Tapes, which is a phenomenal venue in Louisville. Um, Shout out to Wrinkles, the best dog ever. A dog that jumps like a serval. Miss Wrinkles. (laughs) Shout out to Miss Wrinkles. Miss Wrinkles. Wrinkles, the uh, French bulldog. Uh, But yeah, we had had some fans out there. We appreciate you and we both have uh, brains that don't work too good. Um, and we also, we got to read that clarity statement before we, we sure even do. get into this. Welcome to 12 Questions, everybody. We're a podcast where we believe growth and recovery isn't just for clean and sober people. Our mission is to share our experiences with guests who do the same. We are not affiliated with AANA or any other 12-step organization. 12 Questions has absolutely no opinion on the use of drugs or alcohol by anyone. We're simply two people that happen to be in recovery. I want to give hope to anyone struggling. Although some of our guests may be clean and sober, some of them are not or choose not to divulge. The purpose of the podcast is to learn more about ourselves and others. We only hope that you can learn something about yourselves by listening. Yay! And we are very excited when you guys uh, come out and see us on the road. It's like, it was the coolest thing. It was the coolest thing to have. Um, uh, most a, a lot of the audience was lady to lady fans. Uh, mm-hmm. Shout uh, out to Brandy Posey and the set. gals at Lady to Lady Podcast. Killing it in these streets. And also uh, Brandy is a former guest. And and also Kevin Casey White was a former guest on the pod. Mm. And so um, it was really nice to uh, to be able to look up and, and have somebody 
I asked, here's that happened. I asked, a, I asked a person at the merch table, uh, oh, are you a big lady, lady fan? And she goes, oh, actually, I've never heard that podcast before. And I was like, oh, and she goes, I'm a big 12 questions fan. Mm. And I was like, oh, okay. Okay. I freaked out. I was, <laughs> I was a fan of our fans <laughs> on the road. Check our, check our text thread, because if you search the picture, because you sent me a picture and yeah. I, I, I'll be damned if we don't give this this lovely lady <laughs> a proper shout out, out here. Um, well, you, how have you been doing? I've Dave? been full of COVID. Uh, now passed. Uh, yep, uh, I, I had what they call a breakthrough case, uh, meaning I was double vaxxed and still got COVID. So uh, shout out to science uh, because it wasn't that bad uh i know people who have been vaxxed that got covid that whooped the shit out of them so uh whether i didn't take as big of a viral load uh to the face as the next person and you love a big load to the face who doesn't love a big viral load <laughs> viral to the, load to, to the, the face, face. <laughs> um or not uh, i still got it and uh you know it was uh it it was isolation for two weeks almost like they they said stay stay put for 10 days and then you should be good to be out and then i i waited a couple extra days like i think 12 or 13 days i stayed put uh cranked out some some episodes of the pod and just yeah. tried to not lose my fucking marbles uh so that you know getting COVID, getting covid like especially after almost two years without it it just felt like the dumbest thing and i had to be like all right you done good for this long and arguably i've been around more people than i want to say 99 percent of society and the fact that it took this long to get it not that i was trying to get it i wasn't like trying to chicken pox myself i wasn't trying to visit the neighbor kid with the pox just to get the pox i just you know got it yeah. and then uh yeah i felt more dumb than anything like about about, about getting it and uh yeah, dumb dumb and full of gratitude uh if we were to name this episode anything i think it'd be dumb and, dumb full, and of full of gratitude <laughs> yeah i'm just i'm grateful that you're safe and that you know and that you're sharing that with people because i know a lot of people feel stigma around getting it because at first it was like how did you get it what did you do and it's like it's not it's not no, like that no. it's it's not nope. it's just it's just not like that you did everything you could you're super safe uh, and... well, no, well no like that's i i openly admit that like i like i went to a fucking fish concert in las vegas that was sold out elbow to elbow and i didn't have my mask on the entire time and that's that's probably why I got COVID, you know, like I just I was boogieing down and standing next to some people who caught COVID and I got COVID. And my friend who was next to me on the right, Rebecca from Canada, shout out. Uh, uh, she was masked up the entire time because getting back to Canada is almost impossible if you get COVID. So the stakes were a lot wow. higher for her, you wow. know, and so she was to my right the whole the, I mean, I was only there one night. And like there's articles has been released that uh, the, the fish concert in Vegas, which I've made the joke before. I get it. It's a dumb, dumb, hippie place. It's dirty. Get it. But there's been articles. I just kept a... imagining your description of a wook as somebody who uses, uh, who will ask to use your chapstick. Oh, yeah. Like, no, there <laughs> a stranger was, I mean, that's like, hey, can yo, I use that chapstick? <laughs> I mean, for real, though, like I was watching people share joints. 
Like, it's yeah. like, like it was 2019 all over again. So like, but there's, I mean, there's been articles done about it, uh, in, in, in the recent months, cause it was a super spreader event, meaning like so many people got it and the, and the debate was on what it was. And I don't think it was any one thing. I think it was, you know, Halloween was completely sold out elbow to elbow, uh, cause it's a special event. And uh, there was debates where like people were forging vax cards to get in because it was a vaccine or a negative COVID test proof. Uh, you know, people were um, people were uh, just you know careless, like I was with no mask on. Um, and then also like because there was some pyrotechnics in the show, um, they had to, they turned off the ventilation. So I mean, with pyrotechnics and shooting fireballs outside of the st like around the stage. I didn't know this, but evidently, like you got to keep the 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 air off for safety's sake. I think, but you know, you turn the air off in a in a sold out venue with some people who are carrying non symptomatic COVID, which they probably were. Every I mean, everybody there was a four day run, you yeah. know. So whether they got it from the Vegas streets or whether they brought it from, you know, the other places they were coming in from, that's that's just how it happened. And and I admit, I like I, I don't want anybody to think that I was. Like I was not masked. That is probably 100% why I got COVID, you know? Well, I mean, we were in, um, our tour started in, uh, fast out of Florida. It was a punk rock. Uh, it's like this punk rock DIY, half comedy, half, um, half music festival, mostly music comedy is this. And I love, I've decided I love a comedy slash music festival because, uh, comedians are not the main event. And that is the best way to fest uh, mm -hmm. with with other comedians is when the egos are super small because you'll never be cooler than the band that the audience just came to see or is about to see. And um, I, I they had a uh, I think they had like a covid testing van on site and they had a That's covid they had a like I think a vaccination tent and they had at one point like they keep posting all of the negative uh, COVID tests and they had masks only uh, indoors, indoor venues, you had to be masks only. So it was like, they've been, they were really strict, um, but it's just, it's just bound to happen. Well, you know? and, and on top of it all, like strict or not, the people that run the venue or that the, the workers do not get paid enough to police this shit. We don't. And like you're paying me minimum wage. I'm not going to argue with someone who doesn't have their fucking mask on and smoking cigarettes inside the venue. You know, yeah. like I just that is what happened. And we're not done with this yet. Uh, this is not a, a fear based statement. It's just like I yeah. you, as safe as I've been for two years, all it took was one time of me just being like, well, maybe things are OK. And it was like, no, but I'm fine. Um, back to normal. Been nice. going a lot of Zoom meetings. Thank God for the Zoom meeting. Thank uh, God for the Zoom meetings. And before we get into that, I want to give a shout out to Bridget. There it is. See, Bridget, who came to see us in in, in Louisville. And um, all of the Goods from the Woods fans um, and the Unpops fans uh, that came out to see us, that was amazing. It was like, it's not just... You know, you guest on podcasts and you don't you don't know who you're reaching. And mm -hmm. it was it was pretty amazing. So thank you so much. Bridget, you are amazing. And I will give you the proper shout out on my end because I couldn't remember your name as well. But uh, you and everybody else who listens to the podcast, it's why we keep doing it. Uh, it's uh, it's a it's a true 
honor to be able to be of service in a different way to people like Bridget and our other listeners. So thank you for listening, everybody. And why don't we do some recovery shit for this episode? So people are like, this is a comedy. This is a this now. is a comedy this podcast. Now. Well, we wanted to talk about um, I got um, we wanted to talk about how to get through these holidays because we this this episode's going to come out Thanksgiving week and uh nope that is this week week after Monday after Thanksgiving Thanksgiving is in 2 days <laughs> 2 days what day is it so whose man's and whose pods is yeah. this <laughs> y- y'all y'all fuckers are on your own for turkey day sorry we'll, we'll, we'll try to provide some advice for christmas and hanukkah um cuz hanukkah. hanukkah starts pretty soon yeah yeah it yeah it's um Family time is, uh, family time is, uh, it's a bear. It's, well, it's, and it I can think be, it's going it to be, be it's going to be even more intense now. Cause I think more, I think last holiday season, a lot more people were resigned to the fact that they weren't seeing their families. I saw a lot yes. of posts about people being grateful on the, on the side that they don't have to deal with their gigantic fucking shitbag families, you know, um, <laughs> Well, that's the truth. I mean, I I personally believe that in recovery, the h- hardest time of the year is 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 now approaching. It is the uh, Bermuda Triangle of recovery. I think uh, Kim Kral and I talked about it, or, or I heard it somewhere, um, yeah. where it's like it's it's Thanksgiving, it's Christmas, it's New Year's, all three of those, and then if you want to add fucking uh, Valentine's Day right after that, it is like a four pointed ninja star. Uh, to people in recovery that you know you don't have you don't have the luxury anymore of getting fucked up to be around your family so you got to take all that shit to the dome so we get it i mean my um i got clean around the holidays i got clean like and i got clean um back when there was lanterns oil lanterns yes oil (laughs) lanterns in the meeting where where the, the 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 secretary of the meeting would ride around the town on horseback saying the meeting is starting the meeting, the meeting is... is starting yes yes and we would all gather around the fire and yell to about the traditions to, to bill w speak <laughs> or to, uh, we would... uh, who's that who, who's the other cat Fucking uh, august, Jimmy K. Or, or august or august w August so Pepe, uh, there's a lot of them. Uh, we would all we would all load. We would get a cassette and and listen to that. Used to actually be. I like um, how you I, I like how you made it less old by saying cassette because I was gonna start going to inkwell feather quill pens to write your gratitude list. <laughs> like like how Anna tried to make herself younger there, like with technology, like cassette tapes. Cassette. I used it. I used to keep cassette tapes in my car of and, I, uh, and I'm like traveling minstrels is how we Bad traveling minstrels. <laughs> and let me t- oh my gosh how do you get that green loot sleeves. in a car green sleeves uh, I love it I love it yeah there is a um yeah so I, I there was a lot of uh little tips and tricks like uh speaker cds or tapes or stuff that I would take with me um I always had like a because I have a small I found out that there's a larger part of my family and they are delightful. Uh, They're very, they're like very, they're so nice and accommodating. It's a little bit of a shock to my system sometimes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And because my, my family, I found out I was from the crazy part of the part of the family. And so the crazy part of the family 
uh they are they're they're extra they're extra spicy and so i've always needed to really cultivate a lot of tips and tricks to be around the fam so what would you say your first tip suggestion is for the impending holiday season to let's say the new person in recovery or the person with some years that might not be thinking about it because they're not prepared because we haven't been around people what's what's tip number one for you Ooh, i think being clear about expectations and clear about time because the the in my experience is the inappropriate family wants to have this like this amorphous uh family hang that lasts between two hours and two weeks like there's no there's no time allotment you don't know when dinner is going to be you don't know what's going on i ask a lot of questions a lot of clarifying questions like when is dinner going to be when are you going to start cooking do you need me to bring something like like when would you like me there and then um and then i try to like once i call that information i then put it through the boundaries filter that i have which is like how much time do i can i realistically spend around these folks without yelling at them um what are my like what are my um uh i also have an invisible list of things that um i will leave if occur you know what I mean? So like if anyone yells, anyone throws anything, um, racist, classist comments, when like knife, I'll, I'll just get up get, and leave. When the knives get brandished, when, 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 the someone's, get... when someone's whittling the, the, the butter knife into a shiv. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, call my sponsor before and after. Um, uh, and now what I discovered when I was on the road is Zoom meetings are 24 hours a day. And, um, and there's this like fun little community of people that have either gotten clean over zoom and yeah. really like stick to that. And like, there's this like really interesting kind of thing. So yeah, um, I set, if I'm with a particularly difficult person, I'll set a timer on my phone and I'll, um, and I'll, I'll, I'll evaluate it like usually around two and a half hours. Um, if I still want to be there. And uh, I'm the kind of person that I will also block all my family members on social media like it's my job. <laughs> um, I have lots of family members I don't have blocked, but if you're going to be toxic and weird, baby, you out. <laughs> and so, um, so I have that and... Um, and, and I always, I, I try to do stuff too, like with my friends either in or around that time. So, so those are all kind of my tips, like be clear so on expectations. Tip time. number one is time. Be conscious of time. No, yeah. no, uh, the start and end to things. No, yeah. that you are under no obligation to suffer longer than you have to. You can always um, leave. Drive you got, yourself. You got two, you got two working legs uh, and you got a Uber or lift uh -huh. app in your phone unless you yep. live in the Himalayas, then get your donkey at the ready to, you know, traverse the mountain. It's just I always believe and this is whatever situation, regardless of holiday, it's just like um, I have every right to be cashed out on a conversation and to tell someone, hey, I'm done talking about this right now. Yeah. And I have every right to just peace. And yeah. that is that is regardless of holiday. When I first got sober, I was hanging around the comedy club at like, thir you know, 30, 60, 90 days and like, you know, sponsorship and, you know, people that are around me. They're like, if you get uncomfortable, 
you got two working legs, don't you? Yeah. Well, you can just yeah. leave and then walk, walk out, you know? And like, I think as far as with family, I know sometimes it'll make it feel like you can't leave. Yeah. But you very much can. You very yeah. much can. I would, I would venture to say that I'd rather someone walk away uh, than decide to drink and say things that they can't take back or that make make a you have more of a chance in my opinion to make right someone's bad feelings to you leaving than you staying and trying to grit and bear it and then fucking unleashing unleashing daggers you know because you've yeah. been put in a survival mode around people that you didn't choose um to be your family and i think that's why it's important, like you were leading into, is spend time with friends. You know, like mm -hmm. I, I make sure that I, I at least I'm talking to some people that I know live in the area, on my way in, um, and just so that when I need to go take a break, if 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 I can, I can even just make the phone call, to yeah. someone that lives in the area, because then you you ultimately feel like if you had to, you have a place to go. You know, and the and the beauty yeah. of the the meetings, and I know a lot of stuff is on Zoom, but a lot of a lot of places are still opening back up again. Uh, most twelve step programs are very good on holidays of having marathon meetings. So that's my my first tip for the holidays. If you're in recovery, uh, this is specifically for you. Is find out where the marathon meeting is happening. Obviously, be safe. Don't be a dumb dumb like Dave and get COVID over it. Uh, but there's always people bring too much food and you can sit there all day. So if you've lost someone, you know, and it's hard to do holidays or if like you've got a difficult family, uh, you can find a meeting in most areas that'll be doing a, a, a marathon sitch where someone's going to be there from some from sun up to sundown. Uh, you know, like there's uh, when I go back home in the Chicago suburbs, there's like a, a meeting hall in Mokina, Illinois, that I've spent many a holiday at a few like a couple hours. Like what, when my dad was dying of cancer that Christmas, I had to go to this meeting hall. And granted, this was pre-COVID, but like I sat there for a couple meetings in a row. Like they'll do a meeting, have a half hour break, do another meeting, and they they run all night. You know, and some of the one a.m. meetings or two a.m. meetings are just like three people or just someone who's decided they're the one that's going to be of service for the graveyard shift. Uh, but that is one hundred percent an okay place to sit as long as you need and you can be unapologetic about it. Like I said, I'd rather you have to apologize or not really apologize, but have to say, oh yeah, I was sitting in the meeting hall because uh, this environment was too difficult for me to be in, you know? Uh, yeah. and, and anybody who truly cares about you and your family or friends or otherwise will be like, oh yeah, I don't want to see them drink or hurt themselves or yeah. use. So yeah. like my, my number one tip around the holidays for people in recovery is marathon meetings. Um, yeah. they, they have always been, uh, something that I enjoy. Um, and two, you get to hear shares of why holidays are difficult. So like you're literally getting a, a cookie cutter catered, um, experience, strength and hope for any given day. And then yeah. you'll get the people who come in and like, ah, my family loves me. Everybody's great. Fuck it. I'm pissing eggnog rainbows. Yeah. Um, but yeah. That's, that's my tip. Number one. Thank you. I love that one. I used to actually, um, email uh i used to or email sorry wow brain wake up 
She what she meant to say was she used to send homing pigeon scroll homing notes to people. Scroll notes. I don't even know where that came from. Oh, I I used to uh, be a part of a marathon meeting, in um, in uh, we're on Thanksgiving and we would do it for twelve hours straight, and we would cook and like really flex on each other to see like who could cook the best people would be brine and turkeys and <laughs> getting crazy. And we actually, um, how that meeting got shut down. This is really funny. We were in a church in Pasadena and how that meeting got shut down was somebody walked into the rectory of the church while uh -oh. we were cooking and, um, uh, got a little high. They were not part of the meeting. They were just sort of wandering, a wandering spirit in the neighborhood, a wandering addict, uh, got high in the rectory and caught it on fire. And so we... That'll tend uh, to put the kibosh on a meeting. Yeah. So what happened was, is um, all of the addicts, you know, it was so funny is we all ran out to our cars. You wouldn't believe how many ex-drug dealers have um, have uh, fire extinguishers at the ready. I believe it. You, uh, you, by... you guys are all fucking lighting meth pipes and shit. And then, and fucking... then... It doesn't surprise anybody who's... <laughs> And we, so like we, someone, someone had to put out Richard Pryor when he lit his face on fire. Yes. So like, and yeah. that was, yeah. Yeah. So there was, so, uh, all of us like evacuated the building, called 911 and then five people ran, got their fire extinguishers and put it out. By the time the uh, fire department was there, they were laughing so hard. They were like, yeah, you guys did a great job putting it out. <laughs> so tip two from Anna. Bring a fire extinguisher. Bring a fire extinguisher <laughs> with you wherever you're going. Yeah, it's fire extinguisher and electrical tape. You never know what you're going to need it for. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, yeah, tip two for me, uh, and I'm sorry, that first one was really kind of all over the place, but it is, yeah, be a, monitor your time, be aware of your time. Um, tip two for me is like, um, oh, really be honest about, being around people who are drinking. So my sponsor and I were having a conversation the other day where she was uh, she was divvying up her Thanksgiving time amongst multiple households. And one of the reasons is because one of the households, the one of the, the people in it, uh, they drink. And once they get past the like, I always think like once somebody gets past their second drink, second or third drink for me, they're getting into territory that like, they start to become a toddler in a way that I will, and I will admit, sometimes I will play with a drunk person in a way that's like, like I'll be like, you know what you should do? You should go bake a cake. That would be great from scratch. Yeah, you should go do that. Or I'll start encouraging people to have sex that shouldn't, especially in a family gathering. Especially that's a bad idea. Yeah. 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 This is, this is not <laughs> Valenzuela's role. <laughs> no way. When I was on the road, these, uh, uh, this I got hit on by some straight up children. Um, they were tiny boys. They both look like they both look like uh, Machine Gun Kelly, Pete Davidson, Doodle Bears. Like they just mm -hmm. look like ridiculous. Like so, they're swimming, swimming in puss, is what you're saying. Apparently, that's what the ladies want now. Um, I uh, now that's what they've always wanted. Dave, I was at a meeting the other day and I was like, why do all these newcomers look so haggard? And my and my homeboy Jared was like, 
that's how they look now. That's the yeah. style. Shout out, shout out, shout out, to, shout out to Soup Daddy. Shout out to Soup Daddy. I was like, he was like, that's how they look now, and I was like, wow, <laughs> I'm old now. This is what old looks like. I'm like, these kids, you mm-hmm. need to, you need to get those face tattoos off your face. <laughs> yeah. So, so tip two is be conscious about being around yeah. people while they're drinking. And how it's going to make you feel. Because even with 33 years, my sponsor's like, yeah, it's uncomfortable. You yep. know? Yeah. Um, yeah. For me, it's not a, it's not so much a quantity as it is a spatial thing. Um, mm. You know, I don't... If you start, in, if you start aggressively ste- line-stepping my personal space, and this is even sober people. Like, this is like at your marathon meeting. Like you get some people who are just hopped up on holiday cheer that want to fucking come up to you and tell you where they think your dead father is. Uh, you know, you got to just be like, yo, like I need to, I literally say this to people. You want to get out of a conversation? Quickest way to do it. Be like, excuse me. I got to take a fat shit. I'll talk to you later. No one stop. No, it is is 100% foolproof. That is my tip number two to piggyback. Anna's tip number two is like, I believe it's completely okay. If you're mm-hmm. in a in an uncomfortable uh, situation with a drunk person or a sober person that's invading your personal space and you don't really know how to formulate the the words to tell them kindly to get the fuck back, just say, "Hey, I gotta take a fat shit. I got. I'm sorry. I don't mean to be rude. I gotta go take a fat shit, and then go to the bathroom and just decompress. Like, take a couple deep breaths, wash your face, wash your hands, you know, and that's it. Like, I, I. I, I was doing this. I, I was doing this at a uh, a couple uh, of the social gatherings. I, I pre pre me getting the Ronas. I was just like, uh, there, I was in Austin, and there was this guy. This is a perfect example. There was a guy in Austin, and he he was. We were talking during the day, and we were having a great conversation about music and things like that. And then I made the mistake of talking to him at 10 p.m. that same evening. And asked him another question about the music we had talked about earlier. And it turned into this 45-minute diatribe of shit that I could not get out of. And I just stopped at one point. I said, hey, I don't mean to be rude, but I got to get back inside. And I got to take a fat shit. He's like, oh, okay. And then I left. And it's just like I didn't even go to the bathroom. I didn't even try to hide that I was like fucking telling a lie. I literally just walked inside and went straight to the back to continue watching whatever show was on stage. Uh, so I know we tried to be rigorously honest around here, uh, <laughs> but again, uh, uh, pull the fat shit card. Pull that. Oh. I got when Nana is talking to you about Jesus, and you don't want to talk about Nana's Jesus. Be like Nana, I got to take a fat shit, and she's gonna stop. That's a, it's a foolproof yellow card in the soccer match, red card move maneuver because it's like you shouldn't have to put up with any uncomfortability. And if you can't find the words to say it kindly, I'd rather you tell a brown lie. And, and get out of that situation. I used to brown lie. That's really funny. I used to. I'm, I'm um, quite good at comedy. You're you're really good at comedy. I make dozens of dollars doing stand up comedy, I, Anna. I've always actually had stomach problems, and so that was a joke between my recovery friends. Because um, I would get really, and the reason why we're doing this is I would get really fantastically nervous around, um, around uh, spending time in the holidays with my family because that's where like a lot of the like the uh the trauma had come from and so i uh i would just we used to laugh and say it's explosive diarrhea time and i would just leave i'd be or i'd be like oh my stomach hurts or um 
I would do, uh, I would go into the restroom and just breathe. Yeah. I would just go into the restroom and breathe and, you know, cause I didn't have a cell phone when I got clean, you know, we had carrier pigeons. So I would take my carrier pigeon into the, into the restroom and I would release. I love how difficult that was wild. for you to do the callback. You're like, just have cell phones. This is, oh, I, didn't have, I didn't have a cell phone. I didn't have a cell phone when I got clean. We, so we all had pockets full of wooden nickels to call <laughs> our sponsors. Hey, you know, uh, they're bringing back the Nokia brick phone uh, this and, year. And real quick, shout out to Anna Valenzuela for 19 years clean hey. and serene, everybody. 19, 19 fucking years clean and serene. Weird. You know? I am proof that you can still be crazy yeah. as fuck. And, and, and I've always heard it's the 20th year. That's a real motherfucker. <sighs> um. I, uh, but yeah, I, I would just say, uh, you know, take a moment, take breathers, whether or not those are breathers in a bathroom or breathers, yep. you know, just take breathers. Take a step back. Yeah. And pause uh, want, when agitated, baby. Pause when agitated. We, let's do one more round of, uh, of tips. Tip number three, Tip. Anna, what you got for us? Tips and tricks. Uh, remember the traditions can apply to any group um of people in your life and if your family is anything like mine they are a group of drunks uh and they're a combination of a group of drunks and alanons and codependents uh simultaneously uh all strangling each other into the grave at once uh so remember uh that the traditions apply so let's say you're in a situation where uh, someone wants to bring up politics a favorite agitating conversation of my family uh, they love to bring up politics. Uh, just remember, like, you can have no opinion on outside issues. And um, unity is is the primary, you know, is, is the most important thing. And and that you are not the higher power of your family group. Um, and, um, and you don't have to be more attractive uh, in promoting your love. You don't have to chase them down. You know, you can really just be, you can just be yourself and you don't have to, you don't have to publicize how great you're doing or not great you're doing. Um, yeah. So just like integrating the traditions, uh, the principles of the traditions, like humility and um, prudence and that, um, what do they call it? Uh, restraint of pen and tongue, you know, uh, just, just filtering a little bit because, which is exhausting. It is exhausting. But not everybody needs to hear our uncut crazy. They might think they want to hear our uncut crazy. And a family member with no boundaries definitely thinks they want to hear your uncut crazy. But it's as 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 uh as great Star Wars minds have said, it's a trap. Filter. Remember, these are these are people in your family and um honesty without compassion is brutality. So there you go. Yeah. Pit number three for me is for those of us out there with not big families, I literally have my mom and my brother to deal with on the holiday. Uh, that is it. That is the beginning and end of my family. Uh, you know, unfortunately, holidays are hard uh, for anybody who's lost someone, whether it be a death or a breakup. The holidays are extra hard because you are uh, you feel lonely. You miss these people. It is completely OK to not do any of this shit. You can completely say, I'm taking this one. I'm taking a knee on this one. I'm sitting out. Uh, I love you all. I'm fucking not doing it. 
I'm not doing it. If you want to eat Chinese food on Thanksgiving, if you want to fucking eat burritos on Thanksgiving, if you don't want to do any of this, you don't have to do any of this shit. Yeah. I, I would rather you not do anything than fucking hurt yourself. I would rather you fucking not participate in any of this bullshit and not hurt yourself. Do exactly what you want to do on that day. Fucking play video games, play guitar, like play pick your pick your asshole. I don't care what you do. Don't <laughs> participate. Don't participate in this. You do not have to do anything you don't want to do. And I know some people are like, well, Dave, like it's pretty hard because I got a big family. Yeah, I get it. Uh, yeah, but ultimately, but... in the grand scheme of things, you do not have to go. You really don't. You can say no. Uh, and again, I'd rather I'd rather you I'd rather you concoct a fucking lie and make amends for it later than do something that's going to potentially put you in danger. Whether it's a danger to yourself, whether it's like maybe I don't want to be alone, but I I, I got to go to a movie or something like you know, whatever yeah. you need to do to not fucking die, you need that's what you do. And I'm not saying it ever has to be as big as this, but if we are to believe those of us in recovery that this is a life or death errand, which I believe it is for me, and I've done a lot of work around myself to be able to participate in holidays, do not put yourself in jeopardy. Do not pick up that drink. Do not pick up that other thing that you want to hurt yourself with. You do not have to participate at all. And that is huh. that is my final tip is is you have you you have the final say in in pulling the wild card and being like, mm, you know what, Thanksgiving this year, Christmas this year, ain't doing it. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. I my um my roommate is in Hawaii right now and she doesn't get back until after Thanksgiving. Um my I am a I love what you said. I love it because my my dad died a few days before Thanksgiving, which was one of his favorite holidays. And cause he loved cooking for big groups of people. And the first Thanksgiving we started uh, without my dad, we started a weird tradition where uh, we order food or we go out to eat. There's a lot of restaurants in San Luis Obispo County where you can just like get a Thanksgiving potluck brunch or something and just fill yourself up with barbecued meats. And then, um, and then we come back and we take a shower and together uh, as is one to do as a family. It. Yeah. We take a family shower, <laughs> take the family bath, take the, take the family bath. No, uh, I usually work out before or after, and then I take a shower and then we put our pajamas back on and then we watch true crime and we call it Thanksgiving and murder. And we watch true crime and occasionally with a palate cleanser of HDTV, Little House Hunters International. Mm. And then and then we yeah, we just watch like a lot of true crime and we keep we play we to like keep it really simple and have yeah. fun and start yet. Yeah, you know when you gotta change stations when investigation discovery starts to play the same block of true crime it had just played. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you gotta change stations. And yeah, <laughs> I would argue this is a tip number four. Feel free to create your own tradition. Yes, this, we've created a, all our own traditions. It's so much a, fun. This is a joint tip number four. We only yes. going to do three tips a piece, but create your own traditions. Like, yes. you know, like traditions are they had to start somewhere, you know, yes. like, you, you know, even the weird ones. Uh, so you are completely OK with co creating your own fucking meaning of a holiday you can change and i hate this because everybody overuses it you can change the narrative on what the holidays mean to you 
And I, I, I think that the, the overuse of the word narrative boggles my brain. Uh, I remember being an English major and like, oh, yeah, we have to write narratives. And I was like, everybody, I have to I have to change the narrative. It's like, yeah, OK, fuck you. You know, Dave, uh, if if sometime for some reason you can't make it back to your family in the holidays, you're fully welcome to spend time with me and my stepmom in San Luis. And, and oops, I, I almost doxed myself there in St. Louis, in St. Louis, Missouri. Yeah. Yep. Um, no, yep. in uh, up, 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 up north in California, because we do exactly what you would love. We uh, keep it, keep it simple, low mess. One year we did a nacho bar. It was mm. pretty great. Uh, we do. And then we just watch murder documentaries yeah. no, for that, hours. That all sounds good. Hours. <laughs> I am. Uh, I'm going home. I'm going home to mama. So we're going to eat food and watch football. So me and my mom and my brother. So it's, uh, you know, we'll all get to be together. Uh, and, uh, you know, uh, then I leave the next day for the road so I can get through a night. And what a nice break from like the hustle and COVID. bustle of the road and the COVID of it all. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it's, God, it's so not fair that you got sick, but I, I get is. it. It's completely fair that I got sick. I wasn't wearing a mask like a fucking dingling. It's completely fair. If life was fair, I'd be fucking dead. Yes. I had a sponsor used to say that the fair only comes once a year mm -hmm. and they serve churros. If life was fair, you'd be dead. So go support your local churro vendor. Uh, there's a there's a gang of them running around Bakersfield. Uh, they are a delight. Support your local taco tent. That's what you could do on Thanksgiving because you know the familia is going to be out there in those taco streets uh, and support the tents. Support the tacos getting slung out the back of a van. Support your local yeah, fucking it's the tamales. Vendor. It's yeah, the right. tamales. It's the tamales and pa and pan dulce. Right. Like you want it, but the you know the God. One time I got caught. Uh, I did not follow these rules particularly well. I tried to. I was like, when are we having dinner? And they were like three. I got there at two forty five. These hoes didn't have dinner on the fucking table until six o'clock. And it was all food I was like low key allergic to because I can't eat gluten. Sorry, I'm one of those dorks. And it was like all covered in like weird French flour filled sauces. It was tiny undercooked Cornish game hands. Ugh. And um, and I remember just like kind of pushing my food around when it finally arrived. We were all starving. There was no snacks. You can't trust a family that doesn't have food out before the food tip is ready number five everybody tip number five is don't trust a family that don't have snacks you got you you showing up to my house you're gonna be full before you eat if that makes any sense i got snacks on snacks on snacks and these fools so there's we're all starving we get the food it's bad and my cousin leans over and goes there's an animal down the road <laughs> And I was like, you want to go? She was like, nah, but you just like Irish goodbye. Get the hell out. <laughs> mm -hmm. And I just left. And uh, so, yeah, be, um, yeah, follow the tips, but don't, don't beat up on yourself. If it doesn't go perfectly, there's always an in and out down the road or a tamale man. There's somebody mm -hmm. out there. There's, there's somebody a sign out on there. every business that says no soliciting except tamale guy. Except for tamale guy. Everybody tamale, wants tamale, tamale guy. Tamale lady, tamale. Tam tamale non, human. Non-binary non tamale person. All the tamale They're, humans, yeah. Yeah, all the tam tamale humans out there making your holidays bright with tamales. Uh, Anna, where can people find uh, you in this lovely podcast? 
You can find me at Anna Villaspun on Twitter and Instagram. You can also go to AnnaValenzuela.com for show dates and stuff coming up. And Dave, uh, you can also find this podcast at TolkiePod. Uh, send us more questions. We would love to do our listener question episode again. That was super fun. Um, uh, and come and see us on the road. And uh, yeah, uh, we love you guys. Uh, Dave, where can people find you and your wares? As always, you can find me at Yates Comedy, Y-A-T-E-S Comedy, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and back on Facebook, out of Facebook jail for the time being. So Dave Yates on Facebook, you can contact me there. Uh, and if you want to support, if your family sucks donkey dicks at cooking, hahahotsauce.com. You can buy some hot sauce and bring it to the family gathering uh, as a gift. Uh, holidays are fast approaching. The ha ha hot sauce is the ultimate stocking stuffer uh, or stuffing stuffer. I uh, I sent ha ha hot sauce to a lot of my family members last year and they loved it. And uh, I'm currently, I made some barbecue pork I've been eating since I got home and got the, the cold. I got a cold uh, and I've just been uh, loving the ha ha hot sauce on the barbecue pork tacos that I make. And um, also... Yeah, a little little twist, and then uh, also I had it on some meatballs recently. So there you go. Uh, been so the living off the hot good hot on all the foods. Uh, so please support hahahotsauce.com. Um, and then, I mean, I post about where I'm going to be. Uh, I'll be probably past this, but the next dates like Naples, Florida, uh, December first through the third. So if you want to see me, probably come get into a fight with a seventy year old human being. You can come to Off the Hook Comedy Club in Naples, Florida, December 1st through the 3rd. Uh, it is where a lot of blue hairs reside. Uh, the shows are always fun, but the old folk are aggressive. Are you too liberal for the old folk of Naples? You know, the fucking funny thing is, is like, I am i don't do politics on stage. Like, I don't. Yeah. Like, at all. Like, and if, it, it, it's, just, it's just so silly that, I mean, but there's just like a lot of aggressive olds. A lot of people with a lot of money and nothing to lose. Yeah, shout out to um, the folks we met in Denver. I walked. I basically had a woman will come up to me after uh, my set. And she said, I thought you were super funny. My husband and I adored you. My parents who are visiting had to take a break while you were performing because they're super Republican. And um, afterwards, we ran into them at a local bar and I made like BFFs with the same parents that uh, were so offended by my set. We were like best friends. They were so funny. And uh, I honestly, one of them made Brandy laugh harder than I've ever seen her laugh ever. Nice. Uh, it was it was so nice. So if you're an old and you get offended, you know, hang out. You might make a new BFF with there, Dave. There you go. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, Dave. How do we end this podcast? Uh, how we end this podcast every week without fail is if you're out there listening in 12 questions world, if nobody's told you this today, we love you. We love you. And also, Dave, I love you. Ugh, ah! Okay, love you. Bye. Bye. I love everybody. Yeah.